Hello, everyone. Rebecca Reinhardt here, the unintentional porn star. Yes, you heard that right. Last season, we took you through the logistical side of what it was like having a personal sex tape posted online without my consent. This season, I want to focus on healing. I hope that through my story, I can just inspire you to become the best version of yourself because you are amazing. So let's talk, shall we? Let's talk Tufts Talks. Just a personal disclaimer that I am not an expert on any of these topics, and I do encourage you to go reach out for some real help if you need it. There is nothing wrong with reaching out for help, and in fact, it has helped me get to where I am today. I can't wait for us to go through this podcast, and I am losing breath. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Um, Would you like to give a nice intro um, of who you are and kind of what you focus on and um, where your heart lies in life with your purpose? Hmm, that's such a great question. <laughs> so I'm Sonia, also known as Shakti Sonia. I sometimes go by my spiritual name, which is Gion Shakti, uh, which means the wisdom of the divine feminine power, what? which was a pretty wild spiritual name to be. Well, it wasn't given to me. It's always been mine, but to be revealed to me a few wow. years ago when I became a Kundalini yoga teacher, and that's been quite a journey, especially this year. Mm. Um, we can talk more about that. Um, but mm, me, I am so many things, and I am beyond labels, is mm-hmm. what I like to say. Absolutely. I wish sometimes I wish I didn't even have a name. <laughs> So I'm like, be, right? I'm, just, I'm just here and then I'll create something new and I I'm evolving. Totally but at the same time, there is always a thread, right? right? And so for me, I am a sacred brand strategist. So my background is in marketing and digital strategy and building and helping support some of the world's biggest brands. And I love working with conscious heart-focused, creative entrepreneurs mm. to, that are doing their destiny. It's like, wow. if your business Ooh. is your destiny, I'm here to support you in wow. helping it start and helping it grow and building the brand and any part of it, like literally any part of it. I'm very multifaceted in that, in that dimension, and I love it. And wow. the way that I teach about sacred branding and business is through the lens of feminine leadership, right? That Shakti. Shakti means feminine power or the power of creativity, right? Which is inherently feminine. It's woven into our core, into our womb. And yeah, so, and then I'm also a cosmic living expert because I'm an Mm -hmm. astrologer. I have lots of, I call them like multifaceted, multidimensional modalities that are always coming through me. Mm -hmm. You know, I can be a channel. I read tarot and oracle cards. Uh, lots to do with the moon, talking mm-hmm. about the moon cycles, how the moon impacts us, how all the planetary transits impact us. Um, that's a big part of what I kind of offer people for free and also in a monthly subscription in Moon Mastery is like helping them understand their moon cycles, the moon cycles, the transits, their own astro chart, like cosmic community is what it is. It's like, Mm. what are we all moving through collectively? How is that reflected in your own personal experience? Mm. And then what do you want to create with it? Like, what does that mean about Mm. your purpose and what you're creating and your relationships? Right. So it's all very interconnected. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. I love so many things. I love making elixirs. I was really into 
nutrition and food. I thought I was going to be like a chef when I was in my what? early 20s. Wow. Yeah, I wanted to work for Food Network. Aww. and So there might be like eventually a cookbook or something in my future. Um, I feel like that'll probably come like... like cooking like, with the moon. <laughs> I mean, you never know, right? I'm like, not honestly, kidding. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Because yeah. depending on the moon phases and especially your own... like. It's already been written a lot about, like, by Alyssa Vitti and, like, lots of people that do cycle syncing or, like, female biohacking is, like, how we can eat differently for different phases. we need that. Oh, my gosh. It's out there. We ever. It's out there. Alyssa Vitti's my favorite. Yeah. Um, She's really amazing. She wrote the book Woman Code um, that really talks about hormones and helping a lot of women with especially pain in their menstrual cycle, like if they Mm -hmm. have PCOS Mm -hmm. or endometriosis or Mm -hmm. irregular periods or infertility or anything that's really like a deep feminine wound, right? Like physically and Mm -hmm. emotionally and spiritually. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I love it. Periods are power. That's my quote. So that's so interesting. So I feel like there's, first of all, there's so many things to talk about. And um, yeah, you're right. Like the connectivity. So you and I met at a coffee shop, which was so interesting. And, like, I think our purpose and our journey together is being presented, mm-hmm. like, very naturally. Yes. And, um, you know, and there's so much to you and you are so powerful. Like, you and I connected so instantly and I was just, like, poof, like, I was hit by you in a really good way. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I haven't been around that type of energy in so long. And in my own journey, I feel like I'm understanding whether it's like my own power or other people's power or like the power of the world and the power of the universe, like it's all kind of coming together and now we're here. Mm. (laughs) So that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Um, So yeah, I mean, something that I actually wanted to touch on just really quickly before we move into like some of these other powerful things is the women's cycle. And Mm. I'm going to talk about it from a very like, possibly external place and I talk a lot about toxic masculinity and the patriarchy Mm -hmm. and I'm finding myself and also a lot of women going through very like deep issues like like you're saying endometriosis like if I'm being blatantly honest like I'm getting tested for that like I Mm -hmm. think I have that and I'm like well where is this coming from like Mm -hmm. I know Mm -hmm. that this is coming from pain and hurt and you know, I'm feeling sometimes this rage that's connected to something outside of me, which I believe is like ancestral pain and, mm. you know, this like feminine energy and the masculine energy trying to heal as we were talking about earlier. But, mm-hmm. um, I guess like something, oh my gosh, my head is spinning because this is, there's so much mm-hmm. to all of this, but you know, like your body talks to you. Yes. Not only does your body talk to you, the universe talks to you, um, mm-hmm. spirits talk to you, which this is very fresh for me. Like the talking about a spirit still to me feels like a little risky or a little like, yeah. you know, a little uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I know that there's more to it. So I don't know if you have any like insight, even with like the moon or any of that stuff with the women's cycle and like the power behind your period, like like what's going why do we connect to this so much and also like how can we support each other more and also Mm. how can men support women more and how can women support women more when Mm. men you know like I don't know do you have any (laughs) lots (laughs) oh I'm so glad you asked this is literally my life Mm. um I think about and teach about this all the time and 
First of all, I want to say that there's a lot of women that I know, and I'm sorry to hear that you're moving through your own pain that have very painful periods, right? Mm-hmm. And not just like physical pain, but like the emotional state that mm-hmm. they're in. Um, you know, I, for a long time, like I was on birth control for seven years mm-hmm. because I would literally get suicidal two days before my period. Like yeah. just that, that hormone shift and that fluctuation yeah. um, was so wild. And it's something that has been so, you, you know, you could call it stigmatized, but really it just hasn't been talked about. It's yeah. just been silenced. It hasn't been looked at. We don't want to look at the blood. Right. The other day on social media, I mm. saw a post. I wish I could attribute it to someone, but I saw a post that said, period blood is the only blood that's shed without violence, and yet it disgusts you. How fucking oh backwards. Oh my God, I just got shivers. <laughs> makes me want to cry. It's so true. It's just truth. Holy it's just truth. Shit. Like, a woman's period is literally what makes her capable of bringing life into the world. It is the most sacred blood on the planet. Oh, I'm like, seriously, my whole body is, like, tingling right now. That is... Yeah. And, like, as a woman, like, I could almost cry. Like, we're told we're crazy. We're told, like, Mm -hmm. we're shunned for these, these hormonal things, and we're placed into these categories based off of what we go through and it's like this is just a part of our lives and it doesn't hold us back or make us anything bad or good it's like this just is and that's where Mm -hmm. I'm feeling like how can we support each other better like why can we not support this beauty that we go through yeah you know oh yeah 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 this is where I am right now very clearly because this is it I feel you (laughs) I feel you a lot well where are you in your cycle right now I'm ovulation okay yeah Yeah. got it you're like so hot oh yeah i call it i call it hot to try i am hot and spicy and ready to get some excuse me line up just i (laughs) know i get it i'm like i hold my boyfriend when i'm ovulating it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's fun my friend loves ovulation she's like she's like she wakes up and she's like i'm ovulating and she's like i'm happy and horny i'm like yeah i get it girl happy hot and horny it's so amazing the universe is here for you. Right. Honestly, well, first of all, I think a big part of it is, like, education. Like, I remember I didn't even think about when I got really into biohacking, especially when I was working at my old agency job. And, like, we had to work so fast and so smart. And I love that. I love that type That's, of challenge. Biohacking, sorry. Biohacking is when you literally work with your body to optimize the way that your Holy body functions. Shit. Okay, cool. Right, so it's everything from getting really good sleep, from doing, like, blue light blockers or, like, taking magnesium when you go to bed or, like, meditating, right, to, like, have, like, higher, higher frequency brain waves and, like, lowered stress response to eating functional mushrooms to having adaptogens to eating, like, lots of greens, right? It's holistically how you move, what you put in your body, how you take care of yourself, your level of hydration, and then, like, different superfoods and different techniques and lots of cool new technologies, mm-hmm. one of which my my roommate, Cassie Zaychuk, mm-hmm. um, she has Cassie Zaychuk Wellness, and she's created something called the Psychology of Beauty, and she has the Frequency Lab, and all of that's coming very soon. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could have a really powerful conversation Ooh. with her, um, but she's about, like, us being able to biohack our beauty like beauty from the inside out both like psychologically and with the food we eat and what we put on our skin and how we dress and all of that yeah it's pretty powerful dang that's like what we need right now for sure too we do all of this is is so prevalent it's trending right um thank goodness right (laughs) and so i think you know the first thing to answer your question is like why has this been so stigmatized what's happening it just hasn't people didn't know Mm -hmm. you know i have a lot of mercy Mm -hmm. 
we like our mothers and grandmothers did mm. not know about this. They weren't they weren't like there literally wasn't the research out there. Like people mm. didn't know that women have literally biologically you could take a blood test every week of your life as a woman for the most part. Obviously some women vary, but we have different hormones mo- moving through our body. Like we are literally different people. We are in different phases yeah. and that's going to affect our minds. It's going to affect our bodies. It's going to affect the type of exercise we can do, the uh-huh. type of work we can do. Uh-huh. And again, Alyssa Viti talks a lot about this. She is like the health um, guru on female biohacking. And when I learned about biohacking and like doing like, you know, taking cold showers, exercising, waking up, doing all the things, yeah. it didn't account for female fluctuations. Wow. And it's just one of those basic things. Like, you know, it's kind of like um, the other day I, I saw a post that said, you know, we have to remember that white supremacy is not a shark. It's the water. Okay, hold on. Let me grasp that. I love that. So like, Oh, got you. I got you. Holy. Yes, and that's exactly what I've been saying. Things are so deeply ingrained. We can't see it. It's exactly. the water we're swimming in. And it's not even like the men or the women necessarily. I mean, it is to some degree. Like, you can't take away all accountability and responsibility. But it is. It's this, like, big encompassing thing that we've all been a mm-hmm. part of and <clears throat> have all been kind of, this is a really strong word, um, brainwashed. <laughs> into like a a mindset and like even I saw this post last night like I love nature documentaries and um I saw this this article actually about how there were actually a ton of female hunters in the past and Mm. that it wasn't talked about white supremacy or like the patriarchy or what have you right I want to say it's right the patriarchy not white supremacy there um well maybe Ah, right who knows it's all intertwined and interwoven and there was another nature documentary it was on netflix shoot i might have to like quote it later somewhere else but it was talking about how um they only selected or they only selected male dominating situations for uh, for the nature documentaries to show the dominant um species being male and they didn't show like the poly types of relationships Mm -hmm. they didn't show the like man on man or you know, or just, like, everyone, you know, like, there's so many things that I'm, like, oh, it is, it's the water, you're absolutely right, it's, you're, that you could say that about anything, really, you could say that about, it's just the current, that's what culture is, it's, Mm. like, you know, that's what culture is, is it's the water we're swimming in, it's not Mm. the obvious thing that's there, Mm. right, it's just how things are done around here, and sometimes we have unspoken Mm. rules, like, I don't know if you've ever done improv, I did a lot of improv Mm -hmm. last year, one of my very best friends, Brooke, Mm-hmm. Um, she's a really talented improv artist and the things like you can get up on a scene and have mm-hmm. like not know a person and within two sentences being spoken you have a lot of unwritten rules between you mm-hmm. right like oh you're only going to walk robotically and you're going to shimmy your shoulders right? and Ooh, everyone's yeah. going to inflect when they talk <laughs> and you know all of a sudden you're working within these rules and then sometimes you like and the part, the fun part about improv is like noticing the rules and seeing how much you can bend them or break them to see, because right. it's all about presence and like being with each other. Right. So it's very interesting. And um, you are, we're also like observing the rules that we're creating all the time, right? Like, oh, did you notice that no one, um, you know, no one was moving in this area of the stage or no one was allowed to yell or et cetera. And that's what we're doing all of the time. Like in society. And so I have a lot of forgiveness. I have a lot of compassion because Mm. we don't know it. And I especially have it for, this is going to sound controversial, but fuck it. (laughs) I especially have it for 
you know, men and white men, mm-hmm. because how the mm-hmm. fuck would they know? Mm-hmm. They're in it. It's just yeah. the way that it is. Like yeah. they've never, they've never been discriminate. Like, yeah. you know, and, and I'm not going to lie. Like I am, I've seen a lot of toxicity within men and the pain that they cause each other. Mm-hmm. And like, it's really brutal, like how hard they are on each other. Mm-hmm. My partner and I talk about it all of the time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, and just how much more, like, generally in women, like, women in, in our society, North America, are so much more supportive and loving to each other. Mm-hmm. Men, like, show each other love by beaking each other and being cruel. And that's, like, constant abuse. Yes. You know what I mean? And so... And it shows into other... It does. Like, it shows. It literally it, shows. And it actually hurts other people, too. It hurts themselves. It hurts the men that are all involved in it. Now it hurts, like, mm-hmm. outside people. Of course. And so I have a lot of compassion for everybody. Right. Because... Even the men we're, you're talking about, right? Yes, because yeah. we all didn't know that this was there. Like, exactly. One of the most beautiful parts about, like, dating the person I'm dating is he's read a lot of, like, he likes reading um, stories of people who have committed suicide or, like, famous people in that way. Right. He's read the Columbine Kids diaries, and he's like, mm-hmm. all of these people were, like, hungry for love. I know. This is the thing that I'm saying is everyone just wants to be fucking loved and seen for the, who they are. I don't know why I'm swearing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a potent conversation. It's like I want everyone to just they love themselves and love each other. And, like, yeah. you know, like, it's mm-hmm. just, ay. It's a big part of it, right? Like, that's what... That's what's happening. And right now, cosmically, like, I do all of these astro summaries. I put them on YouTube. I put them on my Instagram. Mm-hmm, you can it. find <laughs> it on YouTube at Shakti Waves, S-H-A-K-T-I, Waves. I- like, whew, crashing waves. <laughs> um, and also Sonia on Instagram, S-A-N-J-A. And okay, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Look for it. <laughs> and so I do these summaries based on what's happening with the planets and the planets all represent like myth and archetypes. And that's the language that we all speak. That Those are the timeless stories we've told ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like throughout all of human history, that's how we like connect. And I really love myth work. It's super powerful mm-hmm. and it helps us like ancient storytelling helps us understand the modern day in such cool. a powerful way. And it kind of bridges this gap um, that I didn't know was there. Mm-hmm. And... So what I've really noticed is that there's just... Ooh, I'm losing my train of thought. Come back. Come back. Circulate. That's okay. I haven't seen you all the time. There's just, like, so much I know. That's just the thing. Um, you were talking about the cosmic cycle. Yes. So what's happening right now, like, as we're recording this, it's Scorpio season. It's November 5th. And all of October, which was the, like, which was the 10th moon cycle. It was shit. It was <laughs> in a good way because it cleared. The way that I would summarize it, there was a lot of Aries energy, there was a lot of Mars energy, there was mm. a lot of Scorpio energy, mm. and then there was Libra energy. Okay. And Mars and Aries represent masculinity. Like Mars is the masculine planet, it represents masculinity. Oh. Venus is the feminine planet, it represents femininity. And there was like literally the whole cycle. I could get into the astrology of it, but in summary, it was. The masculine started to heal in a potent way. Mm. And the thing that's uncomfortable about masculine healing is the feminine's been healing for a while, Mm -hmm. right? And especially since 2012, there's been a massive acceleration in like, you know, the third wave of feminism and more communication. And then it doesn't just include women. It includes like all people Mm -hmm. and like all, um, all groups, all minorities, all walks of life, like with the BLM movement and like just everyone, you know, femininity encloses like everyone needs to be loved for who they are. Right. Like that's what feminine is. Feminine is love. Interesting. And Mm -hmm. so 
the feminine's been healing for a while. And when you think about feminine, and I don't mean women, I mean the feminine within all of us, which exactly. represents our creative capacity. Everybody can right? have our, feminine energy. And everyone energy. does. Yeah. It's just <laughs> in different quantities, right? It's a spectrum. Right. And so the feminine wants to heal. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the feminine, when, when the feminine is hurt and wounded and it's like, oh my God, something can help me. It's like, yes, please. Like, <laughs> please help me. Like, it's, you know, the feminine in us only wants love. It's here for love. It's like, what is worth living for? Love yeah. is worth. That's why I'm here. Like, I want more of it. I want to give more of it. I want to receive more of it. It's about giving and receiving love. That is what the feminine is all about. Right? And so when you want, like, healing means receiving more love. Right? So they're like, yes, please, I want to heal. This and then so prevalent. <laughs> we're all so open to it. And then we all want to connect with each other. And then we're all going to support each other, which is why there's so many women's circles and why it is that I do the work that I do. Wow. The masculine, however, the masculine is here to, to act, to be protector, to mm. be in action, to be single focused, to have a mission. Like what is worth dying for? That is like the masculine, you know, Tony Robbins talks about mm-hmm. this. Like that is the masculine within us is like, what is it worth for me to die for? Like the purpose and the passion It's type? purpose, okay. purpose, okay. passion, action, dedication, integrity, which everyone has. Of course. Right? Like I wanna, of course you I want to say this again though, because I feel like there's still a really strong um, tie to saying feminine is a woman and mm-hmm. masculine is a man. Like I really want to kind of state that again because a lot mm-hmm. of people don't take this in that like we all have the feminine masculine energy within us like mm-hmm. when you're saying these things I I know I can be like oh damn I feel that my 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 the love that I feel there's the feminine energy the purpose is tied to that love but like mm. there is that purpose and passion which is the masculine yes and I can t- I, I can almost assume that anyone listening to this will also be like oh I felt both I felt I felt pulls from both sides of what you just said and I yes. think that's really important to keep acknowledging mm-hmm. male, female, trans, whatever you associate with, that there is a masculine, feminine energy in all of us and that there is this masculine healing that is going on right now, as you're saying, which yes, I didn't know. Yeah. And I'm but you can in feel shock it. because it was like so, it's so loud right yeah. now. Like, it's very, <laughs> it's literally on loudspeaker. Like <laughs> literally we're recording this as it's like the third day of the U.S. election results right? being tallied. Right. Like that is the epitome ah, of masculine healing. Sweating. And let me tell you why. I know I'm sweating too. It's like it's all happening. It's hot. It's a hot bed. So, um, thank you for saying all of that. This is what I talk about a lot, like, Mm -hmm. is that everyone has masculine, feminine energy. And then there also is the integration, like the Trinity, the third way, which I think a lot of people, you know, um, I had, I have my own podcast and my really beautiful friend, Krista Ryerson, or she's known as Chalice Grove. She's also an astrologer talked about this with me and she said how the rainbow people, which are LGBTQA people are here to teach us the other way. The fact that we can also be this other way like it's not just this polarity it's like what's beyond the polarity and that's like full authenticity complete rainbows it's like any level of expression which is really profound right so that's also what's what's emerging especially in the last like I want to say 20 30 years like in in pop culture and just in their rights and their movements being more seen right so So huge huge um yeah because like they they, they, I, sorry, I don't know how this is going to come out properly, but like, you know, the LGBTQ plus community 
have to go through so much adversity just to be the goddamn selves, you yeah. know? And it's like, and, and you're right. I think that is filtering and we are like, that is such a beautiful thing that we learn from mm-hmm. to be like, look at you fucking shine as who you are. Right. Like, we didn't oh, have to deal with that. that. I know I didn't have to deal with that. Right. Like, I am a white appearing like heterosexual woman everyone's fluid like I'm definitely you know I'm a bit fluid but I'm pretty I'm pretty I'm pretty heterosexual I love me I love me a man yeah um (laughs) I do I'm a big man lover I'm like the opposite of a man hater but I'm holding the masculine accountable me freaking too sorry so that's important we're we're gonna get into that I'm gonna talk about that okay um but so what there is to say is Oh, God, there's just so much energy moving Mm -hmm. through me. I'm just, like, I'm just anchoring down. Mm. So all of us have this polarity within us. And the way that we know how we identify is, like, which one of those spectrums are we more into, right? So it could be, like, are you more into, like, what are you worth living for? Like, kind Mm. of the feminine way is, like, if you could achieve your mission but you wouldn't have love and that would be meaningless to you, you know you're feminine, if you could achieve your mission and that would mean that maybe you'd have to sacrifice love, but you'd get to achieve your mission in life, mm-hmm. that means you're more masculine, mm. right? And we have to respect those differences. Mm. And then if you're like, I want to do something else and like have a completely different experience outside of the duality and norms and culture, then cool. Then you're, then you're on, then you're in mm. a trinity, thir- you know, you're in a completely different nuance. And we're all starting to express that as well. Like it doesn't, there are no rules, right? right. This is just like something that it's helped me identify that a lot because right. I was such a strong feminist. Like I did um, gender psychology research in in university like looking at kids toys and looking at how a lot of gender research is here to find differences rather than look for similarities and for the longest time like up until a couple years ago I actually did not even acknowledge the fundamental differences between men and women and since I have it's changed the way that I love myself and it's changed my relationships fundamentally because I used to just think that I was like completely equal to a man without acknowledging the inherent differences that make us beautiful and it Mm -hmm. made me like it just didn't make my it didn't make me understand men very well whereas now I feel Mm -hmm. like I have a deep understanding respect and reverence for what it is that like male energy and masculine energy you know Mm -hmm. in its heightened form can do right it's divine like it's literally divine Um, But it is healing right now. So to get back to what I was saying is the feminine wants to heal. The masculine, it's here to be strong. It's here to be powerful. It's here to be potent and in action. Masculine energy needing to heal, it's inherently like, nope, that's going to take me off track. Nope, that makes me weak. Nope, that makes me vulnerable. I need to be strong. I need to be the one that holds the space, right? I can't appear weak. So literally the thought of healing or the concept of healing for masculinity inherently creates internal conflict and then we have toxicity lying gaslighting shame repression Mm -hmm. all of the things that then get expressed outwardly as like masculine abuse so so keep going if you want but my question is like I don't know why I'm so uncomfortable. I'm like clearing my throat. There's so much you're going just on. moving a lot. That's what happens when you like Ooh. when you move, like when you burp or clear yeah. your throat. Like you're just moving energy. Yeah. A lot is coming through. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot is coming up right now from personal stuff. But I'm I'm just wondering because it's <clears throat> gosh, I feel emotional too. Because yeah. this has been this is happening. <clears throat> how 
like my question is kind of like how do we best support these people because like not only for myself most of my friends both male female are feeling this right now and moving through this and mm-hmm. having a lot of really intense like really intense big things are happening like the gaslighting like cheating like <clears throat> just manipulating like a lot of these things are really mm-hmm. loud right now and it's like okay my question is well how do then we support this masculine energy through this yes. and how do we you know, I actually, I feel like I can, I understand how to protect ourselves or at least I feel like I know how to protect myself better, mm-hmm. but like, okay, how do we support this? Like, what do we do to help? Mm-hmm. I don't know what to even say, like heal this, but what does that even look like healing this? You know, yes. like what is, what is this? <laughs> yep. Got it. Totally. You know, that is the big question at hand and what's really clear for me. Uh, everyone has their own answer to this is what I want to say first of all. So whatever's on your heart, whatever you feel guided to do, do that. Hmm. But what I would say is like, you know, our own individual healing is collective healing. So it's important to first look at ourselves right. and first love ourselves. And... Because you have masculine energy in us too. Mm-hmm. Right? And so to give ourselves what we need and to look at, like, right? Like not to be, oh, this man who cheated on me or manipulated right. me or gaslit me or is a narcissist, whatever it could be you know, what can I do to serve him or help him heal? It's like, no, what, what do you need to heal from that experience? And you focusing on yourself actually gives, actually gives him the container and the respect to deal with it on their own. Because the masculine needs respect mm-hmm. to be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. And there needs to be patience and love. And the thing is, though, is like masculine healing looks very different from feminine healing. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to heal in the same way, the way that they don't, you know... Like, the masculine in us heals in a very different way than the feminine does. Right. And it's, I, I believe it's going to be faster and it's going to be different. So there's yes. a part of it that's, like, we need to be really compassionate with ourselves okay. and focusing in on, like, what does my body need? Do I need therapy? Do I need to cry? Do I need to dance? Do I need to move through this? Do I need to write a poem? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, whatever it is that you need. And I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I literally, October... I felt the deepest rage towards, mm-hmm. like, I saw the dirtiest, darkest remnants of masculine toxicity mm-hmm. that I've ever witnessed in my life. Yeah, same, in circle, in circle. And, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, the closest people to me wow. and all around me, you know, finding out about, like, close people to me being sex trafficked. Like, oh, literally that level. No. And, like, the fact no. that that... You know, and there's more of that coming. Like, lots of conversation is coming. Okay. And, like, it's real deep abuse. Like, it's real shit. It's, like, illegal fucking uh-huh. crimes. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And what's really clear to me is, like, that rage is sacred. We need to feel our rage. Yes. Right? And it's important, you know... To also not, like, it's important for us to feel our rage and process it. This is going to sound controversial, but that's not the, that's not the energy with which we heal it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Giving an abuser your rage is probably not going to make it super, Yeah. it's not going to really connect you and build a bridge and, you know what I mean? And of course you need to also hold people accountable. So there's a way to communicate everything with love, but first there's your own processing, right? Yes. So it's interesting. I just went through something um, where I felt like extreme like betrayal and I ended up going into this like massive rage spurt. And it was like the battle inside me was exactly what you're saying. I was like, 
this man needs to be held fucking accountable, but like, I can't do this through fucking hate. How the hell do I yes. do this? And so I scrambled, like I, I reached out to his like family and friends and I like, I was like lost because I was like, yes. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to acknowledge and like honor my rage and hold mm-hmm. myself and this person and these people accountable. It's not my responsibility. I'm not a be all end all. I'm not like a high and mighty. I, I understand that. But I was like, but mm-hmm. if I'm a part of this process, I can't just let this just simmer with no responsibility, no accountability and no seed planting of change it's not Mm -hmm. again it's not on me you know like we have you're right you're absolutely right we have to take care of ourselves nurture ourselves because we do entail the masculine feminine energy and I think that that in turn will will help heal on a bigger scale because if we have more accountability if we process these masculine healings more and more then it will just like in being ourselves in being our unique selves will then magnetically yeah um attract and and just and also share with new other people that you don't attract with or something right like it'll just be it will be there yes wow yeah this is so cool (laughs) right so it's like so the you know the map there are no right answers and what you just described is like you know when you're wounded or you're hurt like of course you go into defense and protection mode that's natural that's needed right that's healthy and that's Mm. that is sacred in Mm. and of itself right like your rage is righteous Mm. is what I've always been saying to myself and I think a lot of feminine people and women have been told not to be angry and to not have that etc but it's it's important to have that and I don't always see it as super productive. And that's just my... Well, per- it's just not it productive. Isn't. When someone comes at me and they're no, angry, like, I like, don't really want to help them you're out. You're like, get the fuck away. Right? And that's like, why, like, even today, like, yeah. I'm kidding. Today I, I wrote a loving message to this person that I felt betrayed and hurt and all this. And I was like, I know that you are a beautiful person. Yes. And I, I always knew, though, I knew even when I was raging that, that for me, my process, my journey, that love is the only way I can heal. Yes. And love is the only way that I can allow them space to mm-hmm. be, be their beautiful selves, you know? Yes. And so you're absolutely right um, that in that rage, that's not where the change happens. The change happens when you... When you're balanced and you have unconditional love, which to me Mm -hmm. means seeing all sides. You see the bad, you see the good, and you go, I still love you. You know, and that's where you like your boundaries go like, well, you can't come here right now because I'm not healed, I'm not gathered, I can't have that hurt happen to me again by someone like you right now in this space, but like this is love, this is love for myself, this is love for you. Like I love you and do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I love you and and I'm gonna be here for myself and like Yay. <laughs> oh, I it's don't know. Just, yeah. It's so beautiful. You've described the process so remarkably, mm-hmm. right? Because I know that anything can be done with love. Like literally anything is mm-hmm. possible through love. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that you don't hold people accountable or that there isn't truth telling, but you can say like, I've said, and I've heard, I've had things said to me mm-hmm. and I've been held accountable in the most loving way possible. Exactly. You yes. know, especially when someone like sees you at your worst because you're in your triggers or you're in a moment of, you know, in, in my own 
ontological background. That's the style of coaching I was trained in. We talk about your survival mechanism. Mm-hmm. And it's shit that comes up that you developed as a kid to help you survive exactly. that doesn't help you anymore. It's not mm-hmm. who you are. It's just what you learned. And all of us have it. Everyone yeah. has a nasty streak. Everyone has their <laughs> demons. Everyone has their dark side, as do I. Yeah. Um, like, I was, I was even sitting with my own destructive nature. I was mm-hmm. sitting with my own masculine toxicity mm-hmm. all of October. Mm-hmm. And, like, my own, my wildness. And I was like, this is not healthy. Wow. And this is not great. <laughs> and I had to love that part of me, too. Mm-hmm. And be like, okay, what can I do with this? How can I sit with this? How can I love this part of me? Right? My favorite, one of my favorite friends and my shaman, Garrett um, McCoy, he always, like, talks about loving your nasty streak. And that is like full integration and full love. So anything can be achieved through love. And that doesn't mean that you have to be passive and a pushover, right? Like it's not love like... Love entails all sides. It all entails it. the bad, the good, or however you want to describe that. Yeah. Love is every part. Mm-hmm. It's not just what we've defined as love in these movies, yeah. right? That's not love. That's yeah. like one, that's one side of love. Yeah. But there's also... You know, you're right. The yeah. accountability, the like darkness, the like yeah. love. Wow, this is you know, like <clears throat> love was telling one of my because I I usually work with one male client and I didn't for a year because I really needed to be in my own energy and really hone in on this feminine wisdom and be with the Shakti and work with just women. Mm-hmm. But I love men. I love working with men. I love men Me with big too. missions. Me too. It's huge. And I like most of the men that I've coached have massive missions. Like they wow. want to change whole industries. They want to change their communities. Like they're powerful. And one of the men, I know he's going to be on my podcast eventually. He's a really dear friend. Like, love was having a conversation with him about, like, hey, I realized that you're abusing drugs and alcohol, and no one had talked to him about it. Yes. It's like saying the thing that no one wants to talk about. And be like, you might hate me. You might attack me. You might never want to talk to me again. But I have to say this because I love you, and I want you to be like, it doesn't mean you have to get sober. It just means, I don't think this is working for you. And I don't mm. think this is you and your full power and your mm. full potential. And every year, he still messages me, like, in June, he's like, here's another year that went by when you had the most vulnerable, impactful conversation with me in my life. And his whole life is different. Oh and he's gosh. a different man for it. And it's profound. And he is now in his power. Right. Right? But that was not easy. I had to also protect mm. myself. Mm-hmm. I also had to process my own pain around that because Mm -hmm. that was super triggering for me because of my past and my old experiences, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and so it's multidimensional, it's multilayered. And when we have these big conversations with people, it can heal them and it can heal us. And if they're ready to receive it though. Totally. And sometimes they're not. And that's also okay. And I think we intuitively know. And something Mm -hmm. that I've recently learned, like in this last year is that whenever I do speak my truth and, and speak speak something Mm -hmm. I have to do it without expectation like I'm not doing it to try to I can't heal another person like you have to give people especially the masculine within all of us Mm. needs dignity needs respect needs to know that we see them in their strength and fully capable like we're not going to heal them we can't transmute it we can't process it we can't heal it for them well we couldn't because we need to focus on ourselves and also we need to hold them as capable Right. Like, do you hold your abusers as capable of healing? Yes. Because if you don't, then that's the work you need to go do. Exactly. And a lot of people shame me, actually, for, um, you know, like, even when I was going through the sex tape stuff, like, my mission was to love this man. Yeah. And even this last little stint that, you know, where I, I feel intense betrayal, rage, all these things, and, like, all the 
things that whatever we were talking about, you know, like I personally am, am like, I know Rebecca that you have to, you, gosh, I like, oh shoot, I lost my train of thought, but I have to share love with this man. And I, I, I even said again this morning, I was like, you are a beautiful, powerful man. I really, like, I have to detach, but I really hope you start to choose that for yourself. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people are like, he's never worthy of you. He's a piece of shit. He's a fucking asshole. He's a narcissist. Which is masculine. Right. And I, and I hear that and I need to acknowledge that. I, 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 Rebecca Reinhardt need to acknowledge the negative a little bit more and like appreciate that for its lessons more. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And I still want to fucking love the fucker. Doesn't mean he has to be around me. Doesn't mean any, you know, like he's got to do his own journey. I have to do my own journey. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. But it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I do, I choose to see the beauty in this man because yeah. as a person, I want everyone to become and feel connected to who they are, their unique, beautiful selves with the masculine, with the feminine, with, you know, hormones, with all these things. Like we are just a bunch of like, sometimes I'm like, we're just a bunch of humans flopping around, getting smacked around. Like, can't we just love each other through yeah. this as we try to figure it out? And some of us do have more connection to in quotations figuring it out no such thing but you know like we there a lot of people are connected to that sense mm-hmm. and I do feel that you are a person that's very connected into this like outside universal thing like you're not perfect I'm not perfect but yeah. you know like I just I really do sense that from you that you have this beautiful power that can witness this and see this and you're mm-hmm. like totally enthralled into like the studying and the sharing and like oh yeah yeah it's so cool so mm. um I don't oh. even know I, I we don't even need to end it here but like I really am appreciative of you and, and your energy and like who mm. you are and you are shining you are like this is who I am and we need you and thank you like so genuinely mm. um I am feeling a lot as I yeah. say that um wow. oh yeah <laughs> You're just incredible. Thank you for like expressing and being the human that you are and for having this level of vulnerability and depth because this is the level at which I like to communicate and I don't always go there. Mm. And sometimes I think of, I think less of myself. Um, You know, I love myself, but sometimes I think less of myself or not fully speaking Mm -hmm. everything that I have to say because I'm worried about not being liked or I'm worried about Mm -hmm. pushing the envelope or getting fucking canceled. Like cancel culture is so not compassionate Mm -hmm. and it doesn't allow for growth or dialogue. It's like, let's cancel that, please. It's just like, come on, because it's not forgiving. Like that's Mm -hmm. what we need. And we need that for ourselves first and foremost. And what I have to, yeah. Mm -hmm. And understand in acceptance, you know, like. Teal Swan, one of my favorite spiritual teachers, she's such an alien. She's like fully an alien. She's so brilliant. (laughs) Um, She talks about how enlightenment is self-love. Like, and authenticity is ascension. Like, if you want to grow and develop, it's really just loving yourself, all parts of yourself, especially the parts of yourself that you did not love, that were not allowed, that were suppressed, that you Mm -hmm. essentially bombarded or put away. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really powerful. Mm -hmm. And she calls it, like, the completion process. If you want to look it up, she's really powerful in that, that, like, for self-love work and Mm -hmm. self-understanding. And so what I want to say is, like, yes, I'm tapped into like the higher collective consciousness and what's happening here. And I tune into the planets and have that dialogue within my circle of friends and within myself and the stars. But my experience 
is the is the collective experience. Like right. I know what's happening collectively because I know what's happening to me. Right. right? Like it's I know that there's masculine abuse happening at the level because I'm experiencing it within myself and around me. Mm-hmm. Like I know that the big thing that I don't often share and I was so inspired by you is like sharing really openly about the abuse that you encountered and what that was like and how you processed through it. I've never been willing to share like the level of heartbreak and the level of ups and downs that I've experienced like with men. And that's really the majority of what a lot of my friends and people in my circle mm-hmm. listen to and, and, and um, are with with me. And I've even had like a lot of shame of like, oh, well, look at me. I'm this coach and I'm this person and I'm this business strategist. But like sometimes my love life has been such a fucking mess and it's also been completely divine, like absolutely what mm-hmm. I needed to grow and develop. Well, yeah. It's just wild. Like I live, yeah. my life is like a movie. Everyone's like, no one else has stories like mine. And I feel like I want to share them more, but there's a lot of um, shame and stigma that I even feel internalized towards myself. You know, like... When you realize, like, in your life, like, I was living on the island and I realized, oh, I'm dating a man who's, like, abusive and I know what abuse is and I know what narcissistic abuse is and I also see, I see him, I see him for the child that he is. I mm-hmm. see the, I see the pain and trauma and the mother wounds that got him to be here and I also see the way that he does love me purely and the beauty of him mm-hmm. and also he's saying mean things to me, like, mm-hmm. he's being verbally abusive, he's being avoidant, mm-hmm. he's flirting with other women in front of me, like, just not being... Mm-hmm kind Mm -hmm. and I also saw my own shit and patterns Mm -hmm. and the bullshit that I would do with him and Mm -hmm. the fact that I was in love with another man the whole time we were dating and like Mm -hmm. so secretive and so Scorpio and I call it like my Scorpio like Mm -hmm. that relationship like (laughs) I literally wrote a bunch of poems about Mm -hmm. all of the love that I've had in the last two years since me and my ex um, ended things like and we had a super amicable breakup and I talked about how how to have an epic breakup and a partnered breakup and a really Love conscious those. conversation Love to end things, right? Because yes. they were your partner. So partner with yeah. them. It's like, how do you want to do this? How do you want to end exactly. this? Like, respect that shit. Yeah. It's powerful. Anything yeah, can anything can be done with love. <laughs> and the two years after that were literally the wildest shit I've ever gone through. Wow. Like, I literally, I've done past life regressions. This is all, I don't really care how woo this might sound to other people, Doesn't but I matter. literally dated and encountered all of my past life husbands in 2019. Yeah. And it ended a lot of cycles. It created a lot of closure. But it was intense. I fucking bet. (laughs) And I, like, literally don't know how I made it the other side. And a lot of me just knows that I went through that so that I could be more of a container to hold more people's space this year, especially. Like, I went through that in 2019, and I went through my Saturn return, and a lot of really personal, like, stuff with, like, people that I really love going through addiction and needing to put up boundaries and just like really deep pain and like death and sorrow and mourning like in my circle and in myself. Mm-hmm. And I went through that level of pain and processing. You know, I have my Saturn is in Capricorn in the eighth house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for people, for people that know, that means I learn my lessons in a very deep way, okay. like in the dark, I go to the deepest depths of the darkness okay. and then I come back out. Right. It's very Scorpio. It's okay. like I die and then I am reborn. Essentially, okay. and I went to the deepest depths in 2019, had the greatest heartbreak of my life, so that I could be a container for 2020 to exist right. around me. And so I yeah. could even show up for people. And 2020 has been the most, I was reflecting to one of my old business school friends that I randomly reached out to yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking of him, and I'm like, I need to reconnect with you. I don't know why. And I just always Love trust that. those pulses. Yeah. And I'm like, how has this year been for you? He's like, it's been really productive. I did a lot of things that I. I used it as time to do things that I'd been putting off and kind of prioritizing and doing for myself. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. 
And I'm like, this has been one of the most powerful years of my life. Mm -hmm. Like, especially being able to serve and already working online. It's the first year that my business, like, I'm actually going to make more this year than I did in my previous role. Like, it's my business is actually making a profit. It's my third year. And, like, that's all really good and beautiful in terms of results. But it's also, like... I myself have gone through so much healing and processing. I was yeah. able to be such a greater container for this collective yeah. space yeah. and to be able to serve and show up and be like, okay, yeah, like I can help you. I can help you process like where are you at was mm-hmm. sacred. Like, and I really found my divine calling, especially in integrating astrology, which helps people understand themselves. Like mm-hmm. it is your cosmic blueprint. Like it is how your soul decided to incarnate in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. And looking at it helps you understand your unique intelligence because mm-hmm. you decided this, like your soul decided this and I'm just reflecting it back to you it's really deep like it's really profound like if people want to understand themselves on a cosmic level get your astrology read get your human design read get your gene keys learn yourself through other people or through these tools that other people can help you understand and then eventually you can understand it for yourself like which is so interesting because lately like I've gone through so everyone goes we all go through shit but there was like some pretty substantial things that have happened you know you get smacked around you learn, you grow, and you realize the gratitude you have for that because you wouldn't be here without it. But as I start to heal more and have this, like, oh, it's like a wave of, like, myself or a wave of the universe or a wave of something I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And so what you do and what you're saying right now, like, really intrigues me because I know there's something outside of myself that's connected to me because we're all connected. But I, I know that there's something else going on right now with mm-hmm. and for me. And mm-hmm. if I know if anyone, if I will be talking to you, but if anyone else wants to reach out, like, to learn about this, like, I think it's such a, oops, it's okay. It's a part of us. It's, it's, it's something that's been a part of us our whole lives and, Mm-hmm. The more that we can acknowledge that and tap into that and, like, love that and, like, be excited and curious about it even. Like, if that's where you're at, if you're curious and, like, okay, this is maybe bullshit, like, great. Awesome. That's where you're at. But, like, maybe hold some curiosity. Go in with some humor if you need to. But I think this stuff is really essential. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. you look back to philosophers and astrologers from the past and, like, there's people that have freaking... Um, in the 1500s knew everything big that was going to happen in the world and it's happening you know so it's like there's something to this and whether Mm -hmm. or not you are there yet like deep Mm -hmm. down we know we know so let's reach out to Sonia and let's find out more about ourselves so we can have this like beautiful juicy life with like balance and Mm -hmm. transcendence and like ah, greatness creation it's all about us creating what's next Oh, so beautifully put. Honestly, there's a lot going on. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of healing. It's all right here in front of us. Like, it's all happening. And it's all being revealed. And on as much as we're seeing all the injustice and destruction and pain of the world, especially with the internet and the information that's coming out, like, it is... Like, this year was also the year that I realized, like, how much fucking darkness and evil right? it really is. I was like, holy shit, it's, per- it's everywhere. <laughs> right? And I had to process that. Like, I went deep into a container and, like, thank God my boyfriend's a triple Pisces because he's just like, let's just go to the mountains. I'm like, yes, babe. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Scorpio okay. and Pisces. Hell yeah. Really? Um, okay, oh, I don't yeah. know much about this, but I love it. I'll oh, it yeah, later. we can talk about it. We can talk about all of it. Um, and so... What I want to say is, like, this is our greatest opportunity. Like, this year, you know, 
in the circles of the spiritual and the people that are looking at this year from like a, like a point out of this world, right? Mm-hmm. We're looking at it from like an extraterrestrial kind of point oh, of view. Yeah, like, yeah. like, well, what does this mean 20 years from now, 30 years from now? This is the great shift. Like, wow. we're literally shifting into the age of Aquarius, which means the age of, like, more people being awakened and woke and from science, from facts, from real information. And we get to all love each other. And, like, Aquarius energy is about the collective all being served. Do we get to live it? Yeah. It's, we like, do. literally happening. Like, this is, the, like, I want to <laughs> say, like, everyone who's on the planet right now, like, thank you for being here. Because this is the most insane time to have chosen to incarnate onto this planet. The biggest shift ever. Like, we're all holding it. Mm -hmm. Future generations, I feel grateful that we get to create this for them. Mm -hmm. Um, For, like, future generations of the planet, of plants and Mm -hmm. animals and children and people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, the amount of love... Mm-hmm. And the amount of the amount of love that future generations are going to be able to have, like cross culturally, mm-hmm. uh, cross across races, is profound. Like that's what I that's what's worth dying for for me. Like that's yeah. why I even say this stuff. I'm like, yeah, love yourself yeah. so that your children can love whoever the fuck they want, however they want. Yeah. Right. And yeah. like I'm for a future where people don't need to learn self love. It's just inherent. And I think in a few generations that is entirely possible and it's happening so rapidly, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. technology, Ooh, yeah. like the level yeah. of technolo- technological advancement is right. equal to the level of our own psychological, biological yeah. advancement. Right. Right. Tor- uh, Uranus is in Taurus right now, which means that our bodies and systems and cells and DNA are being upgraded right now. Wow. So it's all very quantum and it's all very accelerated and it's happening at a much faster rate. Yeah. And it, there's a massive opportunity here for us to know ourselves, love ourselves, and then know each other and then build our new world. You know, some people call it the new earth mm-hmm. because it has to do inherently with understanding that we are the earth, we are the cosmos, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, understanding your own cycle and your own moon cycle to build, build, bring it back full circle because I'm all about those cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, is about understanding yourself, but really what it is is understanding that you are made from the same shit that stars and nebulas are made from and that you cycle just like the moon does and that everything has its orbits and that we're all actually like deeply interconnected. Like you are the universe and the universe is you. And from that level of understanding, like anything is possible. Everyone gets to create from their most divine from their own soul's expansion, and it's beautiful. Like, no one is left behind, and we all just get to create, and that's what I'm here for. Shakti, ah. creative power. And, um, yeah, so reach out wow. to me. If you want to be in Cosmic Community, Moon Mastery is the easiest way to learn about your moon cycles. Come have live ceremonies on the full moon, new moon with us. I talk about the current shifts. We have deep conversation, like deep Mm -hmm. healing and miracles happen Mm -hmm. there because everyone's Mm -hmm. intuitive. Everyone's woke. Mm -hmm. We're giving each other readings. It is, I never know what's going to happen and it always brings me to my knees. Mm -hmm. Um, And you also get your astro chart right in there. It's just, it's my cosmic community and I'm so excited to have it. And I just updated all the pricing and the structure. So it's more affordable. It's more Mm -hmm. accessible. Mm -hmm. And I'm like starting like next year is all about more accessibility, more scalability. So I can serve more people at lower prices. Right. Because working with me one-on-one is expensive. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to say it's expensive. It's worth it. It's valuable. It's the investment, but but I just, I want it to be available. And also not everyone needs that level of accountability or needs that one-on-one or needs it live. They could just have a recording or have a course. And so next year's all about that. I'm starting to release, I'm releasing this new like Instagram group where I'm just going to be doing readings and downloads and sharing my poetry and 
asking you what you need questions about and pulling cards and just giving you my channeling and just my meditations and my movement and mm-hmm. all of it in like, I'm calling it Shakti cycles. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be really affordable. Mm-hmm. Like cool. you can get it from like 30 to $20 a month, depending on how wow. long you sign up for. And yes. it's just like, just come in, come into the community, come into the circle. You're not alone. Exactly. Stay for as long as you want. Leave. Like it's your journey. Yeah. And I'm here to guide you and support you through it and then connect you to other people. Cause Amazing. like one of my gifts is connecting people with other people. And that's a big part of what we're like, why we met yeah. is so that we could also support and help other women and other yes. people and other men to like further their message and their purpose. And it's all yes. interwoven and, I'm so grateful. Like, I'm so Aww. grateful that I'm like, hey, girl, we need to talk. Yeah. And it was, was so, so fun because cool. yeah. we were in one, one of my favorite coffee shops, like Phil and Sebastian here in Mission in Calgary. And these guys who I actually went to university with oh, were sitting what? there. Yeah. It was such a, it's so many wow. coincidences. Yeah. And they were talking about like erotic types. Like they were talking mm-hmm. about how different people have different sexual um um, sexual personality types mm-hmm. like and how it's so important to know for yourself and in your relationships and this guy's like this transformed my whole relationship and I'm like yeah dude and I've been studying that a lot like um, this one woman what is it called it's like called your erotic blueprint and it's like these mm-hmm. five different sexuality types and you have different percentages and oh. it just helps you understand and it also changes depending on your partner and depending totally. on where you're at with yourself but it's yes. another form of self-knowledge and self-learning really helpful kind of like love languages but for sex and he was talking about that and both of us were like huh let's talk to this dude that's exactly like I went up to them because I heard them talking about sexuality and I was going through the sex tape stuff and I was like I hear you and it sounds healthy and yeah Yeah. and then and then you and I'm like we all blew in together (laughs) hey girl we need to talk too and I'm like and we were we knew then that we had to podcast and that was like over a year ago and now it's just unfolding like what's next yeah what we're gonna do and I'm gonna have you on my podcast and we're gonna create some stuff and I've always wanted to dance dance is a big part Mm. of how I like move energy and how I embody and how I teach as well like it's just intuitive ecstatic movement very yeah yeah. body tells you a lot you gotta listen to it you gotta move it release it and feel it and yeah it's beautiful so it's all perfect Mm -hmm. as busy Philip says one of my favorite like Hollywood starless mm-hmm. it's all happening mm-hmm. um and we get to do it together so mm-hmm. reach out to me reach out to yourself mm-hmm. you know ask me questions if you have mm-hmm. about any of these topics I'm sure we could riff even yeah. more and that's the thing I just want to leave people with too is like you know this is a lot right now and mm-hmm. if you don't know like reach out reach out to Sonia I don't have as much knowledge. I just am a, I'm a person to connect as well. Reach out to me, reach out to someone, reach out to Mm -hmm. like a therapist, a life coach, reach out, reach out because it's a lot and we feel you and we love you and we want to be here for you Mm -hmm. and you have the full capacity to move through this with more grace and more love for yourself. And I also like to put love other people and that's a part of my message. I don't understand it yet fully because I know it comes from within, from ourselves, but, um, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming. This has been so lovely. We've talked about so many amazing things. Oh, you are so divine. Just the Aww. container of love and forgiveness and mercy that you are is really profound. Aww. And I honestly think the greatest, the greatest art is in loving, mm. is in loving ourselves especially in the parts of ourselves that we don't love and is in loving our abusers because that is self-love. Mm-hmm. And it's really just seeing, like, the beautiful, innocent soul and child within each of us. Oh, and all of you yeah. have that within you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, if all you do from listening to this episode is, like, 
you know, understand that your moon cycle and your menstrual cycle, your period is a part of your power. It's what makes you creative and capable. Great. Like if you understand that that's not something to be ashamed of or to hide. Awesome. Uh, even if it just makes you start to question that beautiful. But what I really hope for you is that you like see the little child within you who's innocent and who's creative and who has so much integrity. You know, kids have integrity. They're authentic. And you love them. And you maybe look at a picture of yourself as a kid or as a baby and like just imagine yourself nurturing them. That's, that's how we all heal is by like loving the children within yeah. us and around us and creating a world that's going to be nurturing right. for them. We can still have kids, people. There's a shame culture around having kids right now. We can still have kids. Oh, hell no. I'm going to have so many babies. Aye. <laughs> All right. Well, yay. Thank you so much. I'm going to give you a hug. Oh, Thank girl. Thank you. That's what a hug sounds like. <laughs> for more information, please visit theunintentionalpornstar.com. There you can find links to the first season's podcast, my books, to a course that I'm creating, and many different features that will link you in to what my life has been like as a dance choreographer. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really grateful for our connection together through this podcast. And please remember that if you need some serious help, there are some seriously amazing people ready for you. Asking for help means you are strong. I love you so much. You are so amazing. I truly mean that. And I can't wait to connect with you somehow, somewhere in the future.